Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Everyone, and welcome to Saturday Night at the Movies. I have no clue what freaking episode number this is. 48. There you go. Someone's keeping track. That's the important thing. So I am here with uh, Mr. Meat Hook, Daryl. Hi. And with Brian, as always. Hello. Who, who has, I know you guys can't see, but he has a video now and we can actually see his face. Yes. <laughs> so how have you guys been? Busy. Yes. Very, I feel very that. Busy. Yeah, and sad I missed last week's episode. Hopefully everything went well. But yeah, everything, everybody seems to be really busy right now. It seems, I don't know, just a crazy time for everyone. But anyway, we can go ahead and get into our watches. Brian, did you want to go first? Uh, sure, because I can make mine very short. Um, I'm, I'm just going to clump them all together. I watched the Leprechaun movies because, of course, St. Patrick's Day. So I watched them all except for Back to the Hood and Origins. Good good choices to skip. <laughs> yeah. So all the other ones I did watch, though. Um, and then I watched It Chapters 1 and 2 and WandaVision because that finally ended. So. Oh, so you can watch WandaVision as soon as it's over, but it takes you a fucking year to watch The Mandalorian. Well, WandaVision was only like... Nine episodes. So so was the Mandalorian. Yeah, but the Mandalorians I watched. I watched them all the way through. So now I'm just waiting for season three. <laughs> the Mandalorian, half man, half DeLorean. Yep. <laughs> Actually, we need to make that. Like, I want to see that happen. <laughs> Daryl, do you have uh, your watches? I have or few... Brian, was that all? Yeah, that, that, that was all of them. I, I just, because I mean, I was like, it, Everyone knows the Leprechaun movies. If you don't know the Leprechaun movies, then you're not a horror fan. Or you're not missing much. Wow. Or, or that. Because honestly, then, I'm, that's probably my least favorite franchise out of all of them, except for maybe Ghoulies. Because the Ghoulies movies all fucking suck. All right. So we're making Daryl watch Ghoulies. I know. Especially the first one. Fuck the first one. The movie's a piece of shit. All right. So wow. we're making Daryl watch Ghoulies 1. Oh, so we're what? We're gonna rewatch Suburban Sasquatch? Hey, I'd rather I I, I will rewatch Suburban Sasquatch just to make you suffer through ghoulies. So, and then everyone knows Pennywise the clown, you know. And then you know, WandaVision being Marvel, which I think they did a good, a good job setting up the new series or phase, phase. that that they're going through. It was a good starting point. So hopefully Falcon and Winter Soldier do the same. Sarah, what are your watches? I didn't have a lot. I've been busy. Work has been ridiculous. We're getting ready to reopen the dining room soon. So it's been ugly. Um, I watched a found footage movie called Ravenswood. It fucking sucked. Avoid it. <laughs> I rewatched. I, mean, I don't like found footage. So, well. You're, you're in for an unpleasant surprise next time, then. <laughs> uh, I watched my favorite movie from the last five years because we were covering it on the Dolls of Horror. Watched Kara's Hell. 
Oh, I got to meet him and he's super awesome. We talked. He about you, seems Darryl. like you guys talked about me. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, well, I talked about our podcast and I mentioned that, um, but he knew, you know, who you were. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I do a podcast with Daryl and Brian. And so we were chatting and so, yeah, awesome. um, I didn't get to say goodbye to him because I had to take John Deacon to the airport, but yeah, he, uh, he was a, him and his wife are really, really awesome people. Awesome. We need to get him on the show. Yes, we should. And, uh, rewatched hatchet because I love those movies. They're really good. Except for the second one. The second one's honestly not that great. I said it. I think I would watch Hatchet 2 over Victor Crowley. I'll take Victor Crowley over Hatchet 2. Hatchet 2 is 45 minutes of dialogue. I'm okay with that. I'm not. Not in a horror movie. And then finally I watched... um, This movie was so much fun. It's going to go ahead and be my midnight movie madness, even though the budget is probably higher than my limit. I don't care. You guys need to fucking watch Slacks. It's on, my, it's on my queue. I just added it the other day. Slacks. S-L-A-X-X. It's about killer genes. It's a, <laughs> it, yes, it's about killer genes. It's a, literally about genes that that kill people. Wow. And there's like there's logic to why, and you find that out in like the, be- the end of the second act, beginning of the third act. But it's so much fun. I mean, obviously, it's a movie about killer genes, so you know what you're getting yourself into when you go in. Mm-hmm. Don't expect, you know, a fucking Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's honestly way better than a movie about killer genes has any right to be. It is probably my number two movie for the year so far. Wow. I really, really enjoyed Slacks. Um, it takes place in a, a trendy store. And it's definitely there's like commentary about how about like the backstabbing nature of working in, you know, in a store like that, trying to get promotions and trying to make yourself look better than everybody else in a retail yeah. setting. There's definitely a lot of commentary on that. The characters are all over the top and annoying, but that's what they're supposed to be, because while they don't come straight out and say it, I'm going to say that it's a jab at Lululemon which is like a fitness clothing store. It's definitely a jab at like the empl- the attitudes of the employees there, even though they don't, they don't come straight out and say it because obviously that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm going to guess the person that wrote the movie is a former Lululemon employee, but yeah, it's a lot I've of never fun. even heard of that story. It, yeah. It's super like, it's one of those places that charges like $75 for a regular tank top. You could get a Walmart for three bucks. God damn. Because they claim that it's all like organic and non GMO and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Non-GMO clothing. <laughs> Non-GMO clothing. Watch Slacks. S-L-A-X-X. It is streaming on Shutter. Highly recommended. Was that all your watches? That is all my watches. Like I said, I've been really busy. I didn't have a lot of time to watch. That and I rewatched Carousel three times because I wanted to take a lot of notes. <laughs> so I will get into my watches then. Um, so first up is Silent Madness in 3D. We did not watch it in 3D because I hate watching stuff in 3D. But it came with uh, the actual like 3D glasses and stuff like that. So it's a VS release. It was pretty fun. Next up is um, Pandemonium, which I thoroughly enjoyed. It's a horror comedy. Also released by uh, VS. And it's just ridiculous. Like the 
and Judge Reinhold is in it. Um, I will show you guys the cover of it. There's just so much going on. That is a lot going on. Yeah. So definitely check it out. I thought it was a good time. It's about a killer going after a cheerleading camp. And they all have like ridiculous similar sounding names and they all die in ridiculous manners. It's fantastic. Um, watch Deep Star Six, which was essentially alien in undersea. Mm-hmm. Um, but much. I really hmm. I said, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I really like the uh, the monster, though. He's pretty cool looking. Um, next up is 40-Year-Old Virgin. Someone wanted something dumb. And it was it was enjoyable, but it was dumb. Um, watched Trainwreck with... Uh, oh, what's her fucking name? Amy, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Yeah. So that one was... It was funny. Long, but funny. Um, then I had been waiting for this one. Because I... I saw the cover and was like oh my god this is amazing I need to watch this and then it was released on Blu-ray by Mill Creek and I was really excited um, stop or my mom will shoot <laughs> I love this movie I don't give a fuck about what anybody says about it I thought it was hysterical and a lot of fun and He's yeah it's Stallone's you... worst movie I mean maybe <laughs> yeah I guess to some of the trivia was that uh, Schwarzenegger to kind of piece Stallone, Stallone got all of his, like he wanted to be the role or wanted to be the role. Like, so he submitted all of his stuff and then Stallone like pushed for him to be in the role and Schwarzenegger withdrew everything. So that way Stallone got the role. So it would fail. <laughs> I was like, it's kind of shitty, but funny. Then I have uh, just two more. Next one is Ninja Busters, which this movie has never been released. It was filmed in 84 and it was fantastic. It's about these two loser guys who constantly get beat up and they fail at getting women. So they they want to learn martial arts so they can get girls and they learn martial arts. And I... Like, it's like two movies in one. Like, the first half of the movie, you're like, they're just learning martial arts, you know? It's like a, a buddy movie. And then ninjas come out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, I forgot about them. So, so, question. Did they go to more than one martial arts class? They actually did. Okay, so they're not like chick boxer then? No, they actually okay. spent months going through the martial arts process. It was pretty okay. great. And last up is... Uh, the Scott Adkins film Max Cloud, which is about a uh, teenage video gamer who gets sucked into a video game and becomes one of the video game characters. And her friend ends up controlling her character. So they have to problem solve through the whole thing to survive. And um, Max Cloud is Scott Adkins, the main character. He's the cocky hero asshole that you're just like annoyed with the whole time. And it's, it's fantastic. I absolutely love this movie and hoping to pick it um, as a future watch. So we shall see, but those were all of my watches. So uh, Daryl, did you want to go in any further on slacks for your midnight movie madness? Just that the kills are really fantastic. Like at first, it's, it looked like they were going to be all off screen, but then later they're not. And 
there were it's it's obviously a horror comedy because you know it's about killer genes but yeah definitely check it out i don't think it can be serious if i don't think i could ever take killer pants seriously uh, maybe you would after you saw the movie <laughs> <laughs> do we have any uh news brian movie news so it's been talked about how a new texas chainsaw movie was being made um by uh fetty alvarez who did the evil dead remake and everything and not a remake. One... <sighs> reboot not a reboot it's fourth movie in the same universe whatever but it came out that um, the text chainsaw movie is going to feature an old man leather face and will be a continuation from, well, I should say another continuation from the first movie. So, It'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. But an old man leather face seems kind of interesting to me. And see, I just saw something today about it's going to have Sally Hardesty in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously not played by Marilyn Burns because she's no longer with us. Yeah, no, it's um, one of the actresses from Mandy. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Olwen. Uh, oh, the mom? Or yeah. the, the mom, the wife? No, not the wife. Or um, she, she one of the cult leaders? It, it was one of the cult people. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, the Resident Evil reboot officially got its title um it's going to be called welcome to raccoon city and they're saying that it heavily draws from john carpenter well that'll be cool yeah hopefully they do it justice well i would say they um it's being done by uh johannes roberts who did the 48 meter movies Mm -hmm. and he said he pretty much went to the games for all the material. So it will actually feature the mansion. It'll feature creatures from the original game, like uh, the giant snake and shark. And um, the police department station is in there. And Is it going to be more straight horror than action horror like the uh, other ones? Um, I don't know. He's saying that it's going to be very similar to how the original game was tensionalized. Okay. So, but then he's also saying that he's like, you know, drawing comparisons to a solid pre 13 and the fog. Hmm. Those are vastly different movies. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it turns out. Cause it is due September this year. Well, hopefully it, it's a decent film. Hopefully they do it justice. I hope so. I, I I think it's nice that this one is going to the mansion because essentially that's how the first movie should have been all along. So Damn dogs though. Yeah, and then dogs suck. Scaring the hell out of me. Um in the way TV, American Horror Story announced the title of the season ten. And it's gonna be called Double Feature. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be exactly how it sounds. It's going to be two different stories for this season. So I'm did they determine what the theme will be? Double feature. Double feature. Like it's two different stories. Well, like like how I mean, Grindhouse was with two different films. Yeah, it's like that. But I mean, but, like, sorry, what what are the stories going to be about? Oh, yeah, that they're still keeping under wraps. 
Okay. So, but I'm assuming like the the first story will go all the way up until whenever their break is at Christmas time or whatever, and then uh, the second story will pick up after that. So, I think it'll be interesting. It's weird seeing Macaulay Culkin in it, <laughs> just from the pictures. Macaulay's making a comeback, man. He he is, and more, more props to him. Yeah. First of all, I see him doing a lot of YouTube stuff. Like he'll he does a lot of guest appearances on YouTube channels as himself, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So, and then um, also sticking with the TV news is uh, Michael Keane is taking his film Pacific Heights and turning it into a TV series, which I think can be fun because I really enjoyed that movie. Be Lee's Daryl. No, I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any other movie news, Brian? Or TV news? Other than uh, Justice League came out this week, I hear it is amazing. Yeah, and how long is that? Four hours and two minutes. God damn. So, but they're saying it's the Justice League movie we should have gotten in the first place. Yeah, I'll eventually watch it. It's just... I'll watch That's it when a, I have the time to do it. Like, I don't want yeah. everyone saying how they're like breaking it up into two sittings. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to watch it all the way through. I'll probably end up breaking it up into four sittings. I'll probably just do an hour. <laughs> just do it an hour at a time. Yeah. Because it's a lot. At least it's two hours. Got made. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy, you know, and other people are, are liking it and everything. So I'm happy that. You know, because not a lot of filmmakers get to do that and get to fully release what they want. Yeah, so, and I think it's good to see that, like, the superhero films or, like, fan base, you know, kind of embrace the fact that we have both DC and Marvel, like, back-to-back, and there's, like, no one picking sides. They're like, well, we want to see them both. Mm. At least from what I've seen. Like, people want to watch Justice League, but they also want to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, uh, I don't know. I'm a DC person, though, so. Well, see, I'm a Marvel person. <laughs> I'm coming slowly around to DC. I, I feel like their, their films, to be honest, haven't, they're not as good as their cartoon, like, their animated films. Yeah, like, the animated films and the TV series. That's where they do phenomenal but yeah. in movies movies it for the longest time the only thing they could get is the batman movies yeah and now it's slowly starting you know the first wonder woman came out that was great aquaman came out that was great i still haven't watched aquaman yet i need to because i do also like jason Momoa, that, so. um the flash or you mean the wet flash. thor wet thor <laughs> wet thor um shazam came out that was entertaining I did like that. And then Wonder Woman 84 came out. It's like, well, fuck. Back to the drawing board. Yeah, I'll eventually get around to watch it. I'm just superheroed out, to be honest. I'm just tired of superheroes. And that's why I'm going to break uh, the Snyder Cut down to zero watches. Or to, to zero sittings. <laughs> I I do, just because I do love DC, I do want to give it. A try. Uh, like I, I prefer DC over Marvel any day, but I'm like you said, I was superheroed out. 
yeah it's just i feel like that's all it's all it is it's either superheroes or remakes well yeah with a sprinkling of original stuff in there so is that all for uh movie news yeah okie dokie so i will do my segment of what came in kate slot Woo. Um, so actually this weekend I purchased the, because I had to get another copy, I purchased the VHS copy of Spirit Animal. Nice. And it comes with stickers so you can decorate the outside of the box, like the horror sticker or the sure 25 does. cent. <laughs> so yeah. also Be Kind Rewind. Yeah. So I had to, well, and I was like. I love this movie so much. I kept sending people over to uh, her table at the convention. I was like, you have to buy this movie. You don't understand how great it is. So, but yeah, I ended up buying the VHS copy because um, she didn't have very many left. And I was like, well, I'm going to snag one now. And then also speaking of uh, VHS, we got two films. I think they came in from deep discount. Um, but the first one is uh, Sex Squatch, Return to Bloodstool Creek. Oh, Jesus Christ. Double feature on VHS <laughs> from SRS. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, just, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Chris Seaver's work. So, well, it'll be something to, I think these were like ridiculously cheap, like we got them for. So, I think it'll be fun to watch. Um, and the next one is uh, The Bone Setter. That's a fun one. Um, from Sub Rosa. The cover of it looks pretty cool. And it's 18 out of 30. So I got those two in. Um, and then we've got uh, Fast Company by Cronenberg. Gwen, which is a Shutter original. Fury, which is about the it's a martial arts film about a um, little girl that gets kidnapped by a trafficking ring and her mother fucking goes ape shit and goes after these guys. So she was a former gang leader. So they fucking kidnapped the wrong kid. Um, and then another mirror movie called Fury, the tales of Ronan Pierce, which we watched the trailer for it. Um, and I like, we go through and I'm like, that looks like Bob. And sure enough, I go on IMDb and Bob Glazier plays the homeless man in it. So we watch the trailer again and you can see his face. So I was like, that's oh, awesome. that's so funny. Yeah. And apparently Joel's in it too. Joel Weinkoop. Hmm. So this one should be a good one. And then I... this one, this film that I, I do not want to watch, but I will eventually watch it. Not looking forward to it. A Serbian film. So what I'm hearing is we're going to review a Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now in the watch stack, so it will eventually be watched. But I'm pretty sure it will eventually go on my list of movies I'll never watch again. I own it, and I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. Um, but I've seen it twice, though. Um, but I've heard that it's, like, beautifully shot. Very, very. It's very, very well made. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, it's not a movie that's on my list of things that I want to, to watch. But it, it will eventually be watched. 
and I'll probably sit there and cringe through the whole thing. So, but yeah, that is what came in Kate's slot. So did you guys have anything else to add before we hop on into our pick of the week? Do you want to do your self-promotion? Oh, yeah. Um, so check out my OnlyFans, OnlyFans forward slash Risen Phoenix, and see me in all of my glory. <laughs> yes. So anything else before we hop in? Negative. Okay, cool. so I, I talked to Daryl about but I didn't get to talk to you because Daryl hates the movie. But I picked up Psycho Gorman on VHS. Oh, really? Yeah, it was through Broke Horror Fan. They had three different editions, 50 copies each. They all sold out in five minutes. Um, We bought we bought one, and it was a Canadian release. Yeah, I, was, I just bought the um, three-disc blu-ray from canada because yeah that, that might be what the uh, and it comes with some other stuff as well yeah like the hunky boy edition <laughs> i think that's what it was yeah because it was sold it out here in the u.s so the only ones you can really find now are the regular dvds at uh walmart's yeah but so yeah we uh it's coming in from canada so hopefully it comes soon um, but yeah, we ended up ordering that. Daryl looks so thrilled. I'm just <laughs> tired. I'm tired. I I've feel slept, you. I slept two hours. Ooh. Well, hopefully you can go back to bed after this. Nope, I got errands to run. Ugh. Well, hopefully you can go back to bed after that. After that, I will definitely. We'll definitely get some sleep. But anyway, our movie. So the movie for the this week is the 1983 release of um, by some Italian dude that I'm not even going to pronounce his last name. He's French. Is he French? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought he was Italian. Do you want to pronounce his name? No. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. But yeah, so it is the movie Bloodbeat, which is about a young woman accompanying her boyfriend to his family's rural Wisconsin home for Christmas, where the spirit of a Japanese samurai begins wreaking havoc on them. What an interesting film. Brian, I'm going to have you go first and talk about what do you think about this movie? All right. So this was the movie we should have gone with Phantom Menace all along. Because <laughs> I had the same music. Uh, clearly the mother was a Jedi some point in her life. 
<laughs> and then she passed it down to her kids. Clearly, the girlfriend or whatever spirits a samurai Darth Vader. So, um, no, I was I, I have a lot of fun with this movie. Um, the effects definitely do not hold up. You think? But <laughs> but I, I like I liked how they did the um, the infrared. Well, I, yeah, I guess it's infrared uh, for the samurai's point of view. Kind of like that predator look. Yeah. So I, I, I like how they did that. Um, and I like that when it comes down to it, it, it is technically a Christmas movie, even though it doesn't look like a Christmas movie. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Some of the characters were annoying as shit. So it was fun <laughs> watching them die. But I mean, for, for something from early 80s that was an independent movie, from the looks of it, um, you know, if, if, as long as you're not taking it too seriously, it's quite enjoyable. So I know Vinegar Syndrome put it out on Blu-ray. I uh, I ended up picking up a copy. Um, I don't know. I think it was around Christmas time or so. So, but I had fun with it. Daryl. So this movie is a perfect example of why I don't blind buy VS releases. <laughs> I I think Brian and I watched a different movie because this movie I would have rather died. Damn. This movie was He wanted unbearable. that samurai to kill him, apparently. This movie was unbearable. It was better than Suburban Sasquatch. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say Bloody New Year was better than this shit. <laughs> Literally, the only thing I liked about this movie was Dolly. So I literally, when I was picking this movie, I was standing in Walmart because Blood Diner was no longer available on Shutter, And I literally, because I typed in Blood, Blood Beat came up. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's what we're picking. And I turned to Eric and his responses, Daryl's going to hate it. <laughs> he was not wrong. <laughs> Like I said, this movie is a perfect example of why I don't blind buy VS. Oh, I will. I was was at. I I watched it before I bought it. So I had never even heard of this movie. I didn't watch a trailer before I watched it. Yeah, because it was added on Shutter, and then I watched it, and then it was bought it. It was eighty-seven minutes, and it felt like eighty-seven months. <laughs> I knew, I knew you would hate it. Oh, um, and I, do, I just want to throw it out there: ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! <laughs> yes, you're welcome for picking a Christmas movie in March. That's uh, ironically, we just covered a uh, Christmas movie on Super Spoopy Podcast. Also, well, there you go. We just celebrating we, all year round. We did uh, Anna and the Apocalypse, which I still need to watch. Um. This was a second time watch for me, but I have, whenever I help VS with their tables at conventions, I sell the hell out of this movie. When I tell people what it's about, I mean, like, I don't know what they think of it afterwards, but I'm like, look, you don't understand. There is the samurai that's the spirit of a samurai that's going after people. It makes no freaking sense. He's got weird color auras around him. And the mom can use the force. 
they're sold. And I yeah, usually... I, I wouldn't be sold on that. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm I'm able to uh, talk people into this movie, and then um, forget the the name of the other movie, but it's about cats eating people. Um, but yeah, so this I enjoy this movie quite a bit. It makes no <laughs> freaking sense. None. I, What's none? Not, no, there really isn't whatsoever. I feel like they made a movie to make a movie. Like, Which would make sense because almost everybody in this was only in this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, That's why I intentionally told you don't watch anything or read anything on it before you watched it. And that's what I did. <laughs> because I, I really wanted you to go in blind, not knowing. Because when you're watching it, you're like, wait, like it just happens. And you're like, this makes no fucking sense. Because like, you know, the beginning, the, the beginning characters, you know, they're not like the couple. The, I mean, the mom's freaking annoying, but with her, I'm not going to tell you anything attitude. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm surprised it has as high of a rating as it does on IMDb. Mm hmm. It has a 4.7 out of 10. That's about a 4.8 too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was reading the reviews on Shudder and I was freaking dying laughing because people are like, why did I watch this? What is going on? This is two movies in one. Like, it makes no sense. So... But essentially, though, reviewing all of the reviews in IMDb, though, they're people who usually give it, like, on average a six. And I appreciate that because they take the movie as it is and they don't read into it. And I think that's how you have to watch this one. You just kind of shut your brain off and take it as it is. But it made my brain hurt. <laughs> I mean, I can I can see that though. Oh yeah, I love how the the director lived at the house that was used for shooting the location. It's when you know the the film really had no budget. Mm -hmm. Someone wants to remake this in the future, which yeah. I would I would be really intrigued about a remake on this. Like I would I would look forward to it because I feel like we could take this and and kind of create even more lore behind the samurai. Yeah, the guy that wants to remake it is the guy that does the uh, filming and editing for Red Letter Media. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that would be really cool. I mean, hey, it couldn't be any worse, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, I loved it, but I could also see where it wouldn't fail. What I want to know is what took them eight weeks to shoot? Like, were was, they only was, shooting on weekends? It was seven weeks. Or, I'm sorry, it was one day for shooting. And then seven weeks and six days to draw in the uh, the auras. <laughs> the auras <laughs> around everything. Yeah. The whole thing was uh, pretty freaking ridiculous. Um, but I, I do love it. I love that it was shot in Wisconsin. Like, who's like, I'm going to shoot a, a movie out in the middle of freaking nowhere in Wisconsin. People that live in Wisconsin. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I would watch this movie again. I would show it to people again. And, 
yeah, it's definitely not going to be the last time. And the tagline is, who can survive its reign of terror? Apparently not Daryl. <laughs> Absolutely not. Did you guys have anything else to add about this film? Need more Dolly. Uh, <laughs> watch it high. Even that was Yeah, it, generally being intoxicated is the yeah. best. I think the first time I was watching this, I was drinking. Just drinking or edibles and <laughs> Yeah, something. Something. Or just put it on while or put it on while you're going to Walmart. That way it's <laughs> playing and you're not home to see it. Wow. Wow. No, That's what Daryl wishes he could have done. Yeah. I wish I had done that. Then I would have been, come back and been like, oh yeah, it was great. I love the samurai. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i really happy though that you hated it because I knew you would. <laughs> that I made She's you happy sit. that you hated it. <laughs> I will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> She's happy uh, I mean, that I hated it. Like I was, <laughs> I was devastated when you guys hated Suburban Sasquatch. You're happy that I hated it. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I to be honest, too. That. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, uh, Brian had mentioned that you you watched it. It was like in your to watch or your uh, your watch stack at some point. Bloodbeat. Yeah, I swear. In mine. No, Brian. Oh, Brian. No, I was like, I saw it. I saw it when it first came on uh, Shutter last year, and then Joe Bob has showed it at Christmas time. Yeah, and so the, I knew that then, you had, had and then said I that had you had watched bought it. it. Yeah, and yeah. then I had bought it, and then and then this would be the third time watching. No, I was honestly excited to watch Blood Diner. Uh, until I found out that I wasn't streaming anywhere. Yeah, that would have been a much better option. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, that out of the Blood movies, um, Blood Diner is my favorite. I actually did a um, movie marathon where I had people over, and the theme was uh, cannibalism. So we watched Blood Diner. We watched... Um, oh, my God, why am I freaking drawing it? Uh, the Creators of South Park. Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal. Thank you. I don't know. It's such an easy name, but I can't ever remember it. And then um, Microwave Massacre. That's a classic. I love that movie so much. So, yeah. So, everybody had to bring, you know, themed food. So, everyone brought, like, body part food. But, yeah. Blood Diner, I, I would have. I really wanted to watch that. But, unfortunately, it didn't happen. No. But, at least... Two-thirds of us were happy to watch this movie. Yeah, exactly. Bloodbeat is great. That cover is fantastic. I yeah. would like I would have a poster of that in my household. I would have rather poured bleach in my eyeballs. <laughs> Brian, do we have a hottie of the week? Uh we do. It is going to be Claudia Payton, who played Sarah in the movie, who was the Blasphemy. girl. It was the girl that was possessed by the samurai. Blasphemy. You want Dana was... Day? Absolutely Dana Day. I mean, it's your, she... it's your segment, but I'm picking Dana Day. She just screamed too much. I mean, it's a horror movie. 
Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, but those leg warmers. <laughs> is, is that what, what it gets to you, Daryl's leg warmers? The leg warmers and, and her ass in those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she uh, she just screamed too much for me. It was kind of annoying. But yeah, I do love that Like pretty much all of the actors, this was it. But someone's paying for their IMDb Pro because they all have photos. Yeah, it's probably the director. They're all photos from this movie. That's why I'm saying it's probably the director. Yeah. Actually, James Fitzgibbons was a fight fight prompter for a movie called Producing the Hood. And that cover looks... It's a bunch of CGI babies in, like, gangster outfits and guns. So it's Baby Geniuses 4? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, um, want to go ahead and give our ratings. Brian, what is your rating? Uh, my rating is going to be 3.5 glow-in-the-dark samurai swords. <laughs> Daryl? 0. 0.05 leg warmers. Wow, you, I mean, you gave it a point, point something. It the wasn't point, negative. Point zero five leg warmers. Um, I was gonna go with samurai swords, but then Brian stole that, so I'm just gonna say three point seven five. Kate, this is legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> like I, uh, you made us sit through suburban Sasquatch. So here you go. At least Suburban Sasquatch is intentionally bad. That's why I disliked it. I want some some sort of try in my movies. They tried in this movie, damn it. They tried. Yeah, my patience. <laughs> uh, whose turn is it next week? Brian? Um, yeah, I was say it'd be my turn or a random film. But I feel like the random film should be after mine. Just so we could say we did Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> Unless Daryl's going to do it. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. No. All right. Yeah. So, no. Um, next week, we are going to torture Daryl and make him watch Hereditary. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm, right joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, we're going to do uh, the 2020 film Lucky. I don't know if I've heard of that one. Uh, it's a new one that <laughs> is on Shutter. I was going to ask you: Is it a horror movie? Or is yeah, it... it's a horror movie. Oh. So um, I got to ask. I got to ask: Are we? A, are we a horror podcast now? <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. I almost picked a Disney movie. So I mean, no. I'm not complaining, but it seems like that's all we do anymore. No, and Daryl probably would have liked the Disney movie better. Than this, yeah, yeah. No, it's just we we kind of started with a theme. No, my next one's going to be a comedy, so. okay, or it's going to be Congress Godzilla. But yeah, no, I was a lucky. It, it kind of from what I was reading, it's kind of like a um, Groundhog's Day, Happy Death Day type deal. So where she kills the serial killer, but she keeps getting tormented by him. Hmm. So it has Brie Grant, who is absolutely stunning and amazing. 
Well, it looks like it's won awards and it has. Hey, it's just a little bit higher than Bloodbeat in ratings. Bloodbeat, Bloodbeat has 4.7. This has 5.2. That's a whole half a rating higher. It's not a half. Sure it is. It's, it's still... a half a star half a star higher. I mean, it's still close to it. But anyway, that should be a, a good watch. It does look like she's going to be a badass in it, so I like uh, badass female roles. Did I? I didn't miss anything this time, did I? Did not. I think. Woohoo! <laughs> I actually made it through a segment without fucking it up. So exciting. So, anybody else have anything to add before we wrap this up? Don't watch Bloodbeat. Watch Bloodbeat. Don't watch Bloodbeat. Watch Bloodbeat at Christmas. I warned you. <laughs> but uh, if you do watch it, let us know what you think about it. I yes. want to know. Even if you hate it, I want to know. Do you take Daryl's warning? Or do you listen to our advice? <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for listening. We super appreciate it. And uh, listen in next week, Saturday night at the movies. Woo! Bye. Bye.